Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I am so excited to share with you guys today because yesterday was a huge day in my life. It was a huge day for my family. And I want to share that with you guys, but don't worry. It's not all about me. There are takeaways for you inside this episode too. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Okay, first, before I jump into this episode, I have to share with you guys a super special event that is taking place tomorrow. If you are one of my avid listeners that's jumping on live listening to this Tuesday, the 17th, as well as Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2022, We are hosting the I Am Mom event. It is a life-giving momference, if you will, and it is jam-packed with value and information. And I just have to say, right off the bat, it is totally free, 100% completely free for all of the moms jumping in and listening and participating in this event. The way it works is I need you to go to intentionalabundance.life backslash I am mom. The link is in the show notes. That is where you will register simply by including your email. If you are not going to be able to jump on live for all of the speakers, both Tuesday and Wednesday, or you want to have lifetime access to these replays, You guys, you can get this for the cost of a venti Starbucks. Lifetime access to 15 incredible speakers that are going to be at this event. And um, I I just want to share with you guys the list of topics that are going to be covered at this event because it is just like, wow, the ladies that God pulled, I don't even want to say out of the woodwork because they're like, they're showing up in life and for the kingdom and for their business and their clients and their families. Um, but we have uh, Kate Musink talking about getting motivated to start your health journey and creating a biblical foundation that keeps you going. Taylor Irby is talking about discipline that connects with your child's heart. McCove Johnson is talking about ditching mom guilt for good. Wow. So excited about that one. Katrina Ball is talking about what it takes to walk on water. And I just have a feeling this is the story of the Lord calling Peter out onto the water, which is one of my favorite stories in scripture. I think we can glean and pull so much from it. So I am so excited to hear her talk on this. Rhiannon, um, 
Helgeson, I think I said that right, is talking about self-awareness and how you always have a choice. Lindsay Kolova is talking about marriage and how understanding each other's God-given gifts can strengthen your relationship and increase the quality of your life together. Lindsay Travis is talking about there being no one way to worship or be in relationship with God, which I think is powerful. I've helped a lot of my clients kind of reset and reestablish their faith in a way, not necessarily their faith, but their relationship with God in a way that works for them in their family, um, in their season of life that they're living in. It doesn't always have to be, you know, structured Bible studies or sitting with the concordance open. And so I'm super excited to hear Leslie's talk on this. Um, Angela Quinterhaus, who's been here on the podcast, is talking about boundaries, why you need them, how to establish them, how to keep them, and how to know when to shift them. Powerful stuff. Julie Redman, she's coming to talk about decluttering your space to save your sanity and how your kids can help. Like, I love it. Ashley Reinhart, who's been here on the podcast and is a client of mine, is talking about simple ways to reduce the toxin load in your home in ways that you can implement today. Maxi um, Jimenez is talking about how emotional battles can influence your physical state. Powerful stuff. Riley Sloan Powell, again, who's been here on the podcast, finding God in your story to rewrite the narrative of your mind. <clears throat> Susan Whitehead, if you could please pray for her too. She's sick and might not be able to make it today, but she is planned to speak on how God provides when we step out in faith and do what he has called us to do with our unique gifts. Joy Wendling, who's been here on the podcast, is talking about less yelling and more laughing. I'm so excited to hear about this. We're actually walking through her coaching program right now um, as parents, and it is just incredible. And then Sarah Ann Jimenez is talking about intentional action, habits, cues, and routines that help us accomplish all the things. Wow. 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 I am just blown away. Even reading this list, just being reminded these are coming at you in 15 minute jam packed, like powerful speaking episodes, if you will. And so once you register, you'll get access to that private exclusive Facebook group where you'll be able to watch every single one of them live in those 15 minute increments. And like I said, for the cost of a venti Starbucks, you can have lifetime access to each one of these videos in little snippets in a portal with any of the additional um, documents that the speakers are providing. And wow, I'm just so excited for this event. So if you have not registered already, click the link in the bio and register. Okay, so back to the topic of today's episode. I, yesterday completed my first official ever triathlon. It was the Golden Nugget Triathlon here in Alaska, which is exclusive to women. And it was so incredibly powerful. My legs hurt so bad right now, <laughs> but it was just such an amazing thing. I failed to register last year, but still unofficially participated with some ladies, um, from our church, just they were registered for the virtual one because, you know, COVID and all this other stuff was going on. And I was able to, to jump in and just do that with them. So it was unofficial. Um, I think I did a little bit less on the bike ride than I was supposed to, cause I went the wrong way and 
Um, the run I think was a little bit short, but anyways, this year I did significantly more of a bike ride, significantly more of a run and I completed it in significantly less time. So I'm just super, uh, I'm feeling super proud of myself, not in an arrogant way, but just accomplished because of a couple of different reasons. One, um, I scheduled this back in, I don't know. February, maybe March. I can't remember exactly when they opened the registration. Um, but sometimes it's like a lot of times actually in the past, this particular event is capped out at a certain number of people. And if you don't get in and get registered, like right away, like as soon as the registration links open, you might not get into the event. Um, so I'm really grateful that I was able to get in um, registered right away. I started practicing swimming back in January uh, because it's, as if you're a listener on here, you might've heard me share about swimming and how that's really been a, an amazing and powerful like self-care time for me because it hits on all four of the areas of biblical self-care that I speak on. Um, started running a little bit later, uh, but March and April were really good running months for me. I have like, I, I'm not going to say I'm a runner, right? Because I'm not like qualifying for the Boston marathon or anything like that, anything close to that soon. But to go from the girl who like cried completing her first 5k and hasn't done too many of them who just earlier this year, um, ran for the third time a mile without stopping. Um, I've, I've grown leaps and bounds in my running. And so I was really proud that that event was the last one and I was able to see myself through, but then, you know, biking, we've done a couple of times this year. Um, my husband and I, we've put the bike trailer on and, and he's hauled our little man around. And, and so it's just been a nice family time preparing for this event. But I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that I set this goal and it wasn't too far out. And then I knew the action steps that I had to take in order to prepare myself and get myself ready for this event. And I had this mindset going in that I am the girl that is completing a triathlon. I am fully capable of this. I believe in myself. I believe that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it really well. And I took that belief in with me on my actions. Um, I don't want to say every single day because I wasn't in the gym every single day. Definitely ramped it up these last few weeks. But every time I went and swam, every time I went and ran, every time I went and biked was, was that mindset that I am preparing for a triathlon. I am a triathlon finisher and any kind of pain or struggle that I was enduring in the moment of training was only pain and struggling that was going to set me up for less pain and struggling the day of the event. And I think that's so true in many of the journeys that we are on, that we are preparing for, whether it's motherhood, whether it's business, whether it's goals that we've set personally for ourselves that we're trying to achieve, whether it's marriage, even that sometimes we can get in this season of like, of almost hardship or struggling. And we forget the fact that, that this hardship is preparing us for what we have next and ultimately preparing us for what we have in the end of, of our lives with eternity with Christ. And then he talks about that, um, in scripture where he says for this momentary affliction, cannot compare to the glory that we have coming. 
and it's somewhere in Corinthians. I think it was um, one of my number one episodes, I think 18 with Erica Diaz Castro, where, um, where we spoke kind of heavily on that scripture, but it is just so incredibly true. And I just want to remind you guys of that. If you're going through that season or if you're, Oh, (laughs) that was my watch trying to answer a question that I didn't even ask. (laughs) Um, leave me alone, Siri. So if you are going through a season of hardship or you are practicing for something or training for something or going through kind of like a season in business or in life that maybe isn't the most comfortable that you're kind of in the waiting and you're not seeing like the fruits of the end result yet, like it is for a purpose. Every season that we go through, we are learning and being equipped with what we need for the next season. And we are being equipped for what we have ultimately at the end of our journey. And so I read a couple of signs yesterday on the run. It was really nice on the, on the swim, obviously you're not reading signs Um, on the bike. It started out kind of slow where I could have probably used some more signs. There weren't a lot, but as we neared the finish of the bike, there just kept being more and more signs that were encouraging and whatever else. And then the run um, were just a lot of fabulous quotes and, and encouragement that we were able to read as we were going along that really helped, um, step my game up. And so one of them I really was thinking about when I was thinking about this was that, um, it it was saying that tough runs don't last, but tough runners do. And I was like, yeah, this is so true. Both like in the moment in my running, like, yeah, my legs hurt. Yeah. My lungs hurt. It's hard to breathe. I'm sweating. Like, this is what we're doing, but I'm not done until I get to the finish line. And then that run is over. But the fact that I am a tough runner and I completed this, like that will never change. That fact about me being a triathlon finisher and this feeling of success and accomplishment and pride and, and the self-control that I was able to have over my body and self-discipline and everything None of that gets to change, but that tough run was only for a season. And that just really encouraged me, um, as I was going on the run. And, um, another one that I remember reading was, uh, something along the lines of like running is the ultimate, like, um, example of things in life because you get out of it, what you put into it. And as I was running, I was just like thinking about so many different things. And I'm like, yeah, that is so true about parenting, about marriage, about business, about our mindset and intentionality, about our faith even sometimes. It's not the works that we do um, that that match up to anything, right? But you look at what Abraham did and, and you know that faith without works is dead. And so I think sometimes God's just asking us to show up with what we have and just be obedient in that. And he's going to provide the rest. Um, but it's about like, if we don't even show up with that little bit that we have, like how, how are we meeting him in the middle? You know, and, and I think about this run, of course, if I walked the whole thing, I'm going to get out of it that I'm going to get the time. I'm going to get the, you know, the heart rate kicked up only a little bit. I'm, I'm producing the results in my life, in every area of life and how I show up and what I'm putting into it 
is constantly producing the results that I'm going to get out of it. When I show up in my marriage as somebody who doesn't care, who isn't invested, who's always on the defensive, who's holding myself in a guarded position against my husband, who isn't willing to lay things down or communicate well or or do outdo one another in love, like what kind of results do I expect to get out of something like that? Same thing with my parenting. If I'm always telling my son no and I'm never, you know, having these intimate quality times with him, if I'm constantly berating and yelling at him or spanking him and, and whatever else and not coming alongside of him, understanding his situation where he's coming from and, and helping to equip and train him, what kind of results do I expect to get out of that? And so I just really loved that quote because it wasn't just encouraging to me in the moment of like, yeah, if I want to get a good time, I need to keep running. I don't need to walk because it's a little bit hard. You know, walk when it's really hard, when I actually cannot breathe, not just when I'm telling myself, oh, I can't breathe. You know what I mean? But then to think about how this translates to all these different areas of life. And so I just thought that was a very, very powerful quote because they were speaking about running. I was running, um, but it really helped distract it. It helped to distract me from um, from everything that I was experiencing in that last like mile or so, which I honestly, looking back, I think was the easiest one of them all. The last mile of the run of the three and a half mile run of this triathlon after a almost 12 and a half mile bike ride after a 400 meter swim um, for that to be the easiest is just mind blowing to me. So kind of wrapping this back up to the beginning, I'm super proud um, and grateful for for all of the training, for breaking down this, this big goal that I didn't say, oh yeah, I want to do a triathlon one day. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be a person that does triathlons. Um, but the opportunity came about and I scheduled myself and I put it on the calendar and I registered and I paid. And I put that goal on the calendar and then I worked backwards and I said, what do I need to do to accomplish this? I knew I needed to swim. I knew I needed a bike and I knew I needed to run. And I even got a personal trainer to, to teach me ways that I could help my body in other ways by lifting weights, by eating well, um, by stretching and different things I needed to incorporate instead of just running and swimming and biking to prepare. And I made a schedule of every week I'm swimming at this time and every week I'm biking and every week I'm running and every week I'm lifting. And so I was able to break it down into action steps of how I'm actually going to achieve this goal. And then I held that belief about myself all throughout that I am a triathlon finisher. And so I encourage you guys that when you're thinking about goals, when you're thinking about things that you want to achieve in life, don't just say one day I hope to, because that's the exact result that you're going to continue creating. You're going to continue with this belief that one day I'm going to. And my husband actually was just talking about this a few weeks ago for the last almost 10 years since we went to um, the Le Mans race in France the F1 race, it was their 90th anniversary. And when we were there, he said, I want to go to the 100th anniversary. I want to go. So for almost 10 years, he's been holding this goal. And now it's coming up next year. 2023 is the 100th anniversary. 
And he said to me the other day when I, I, I brought it up and was talking to him about it, yeah, I just figured it's not going to happen. And I was like, well, if you have that belief, then of course it's not going to happen because you're going to operate from that belief and you're not going to take any of the actions necessary to make it happen because you're holding on to this belief that it is not going to happen and your mind is going to do everything to make you right. And so I told him, you need to hold this different belief that if you want it to happen, that you are going to make it happen and you will take the actions to find a way to yes. Whether that is taking overtime, whether that is, you know, look, looking up and doing the research, when do the tickets actually go on sale and putting that on your calendar, a reminder to buy the tickets that day. And then you can work in the time between, okay, now I need a rental car. Now I need a hotel. Now I need to plane tickets. How and when can I book these and, and how am I going to pay for them? And then making sure you have the leave on your work calendar. And are we taking our son or do we need a babysitter? Like there is a way to yes to every single opportunity that you have before you. The question is, are you holding on to the belief that it is possible or that you are a person that, that receives or accomplishes that success and how are you going to break it down to get there? And so these are my takeaways from my first ever official triathlon that took place on May 15th, 2022. Funny enough, it was exactly one year to the day of when I did that unofficial, um, a little bit shorter kind of triathlon. I completed it in, I completed the entire triathlon this time in 15 minutes more than specifically my bike ride alone took me last year. So I ran three and a half miles and swam 400 meters in 15 minutes more than, than my bike ride last year. And so I'm, I'm super proud. I'm grateful for this success I've achieved. Um, and I've got so many takeaways and so much fun stuff to share about it. Um, and then the last thing that I just want to pop on here and share is that, um, our family also got a puppy yesterday. So I had a little bit of additional motivation, keeping me charged up and going to finish this race in a decent amount of time, because there was a puppy that we were really, really desiring at an adoption clinic um, in town. And so that, that definitely gave me the motivation to run and bike and swim faster. And, um, I'm super grateful that we were able to make it there and we got to bring her home yesterday afternoon and she is just the sweetest. And our son is so sweet with her. So if you're not following me on social, definitely jump over there. Give me a follow even though I've got an announcement coming at you next week um, that you won't be seeing much of me on there. Anyways, I will share more about that in next week's episode. But for now, I will be sharing photos of our puppy really soon. So thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And that if you have received takeaways from this, if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other ones, I would love, love, love two things. One, if you have not already done this, please scroll down 
and leave a review. If you're on Apple, just scroll down. There's a part where you can write a review. You can select five stars and write a review, a takeaway, whatever, letting other people know how you enjoy this podcast. And the other thing, share it, share it with a friend, share it with a friend who's training or wanting to do a triathlon, share it with a friend who has other goals in life, who might be able to take and apply these concepts and these takeaways in any other area of life. 